Hey everyone, this is Chris and Sandy. Been with the Chris and Sandy Show. We get up close to person, some amazing guests throughout the entertainment industry. And today, like I said, every episode, we got a great one for you. Who do we have? Yes, we have Savannah Ray with us today. At a very young age, she began taking vocal and guitar lessons as a way to promote herself in talent contests. She fell in love with performing on the stage. And just recently, she has performed on the American Music Awards, The Voice, and Roland Studio Sessions. And we're excited to have her on. Yes. So welcome to the show. Yes, welcome. Oh, thank you guys so much. Thank you so much for having me on. That's great. So um, as you know, a lot of people, we like to jump right in. Um, mm -hmm. Go heavy right from the beginning. <laughs> yeah, yeah, go ahead. Um, as you know, the entertainment world has been shattered with COVID. How did it affect you? And what have you done to maneuver through that crazy maze this last 12 months? Sure. So in 2020, the last show that I actually got to play was the San Antonio Stock Show and Rodeo, which I was so fortunate enough to play because I've been going there as a kid. I'm from San Antonio. So, you know, going there for 20 years, I finally got to play it. So, that was awesome. And that was actually on February 18th. And so the Houston Sox Show and Rodeo, which is the biggest rodeo that we have in Texas, that was a couple days after. And I was scheduled to play that as well. And I was about maybe a day and a half from leaving. And then it just just got canceled. Everything got canceled. Wow. I think Marin Morris was the last one to perform. And after that, it was kind of like a snowball effect of everything else that I had lined up and everything just canceled. And... I think I was supposed to be on the road for about 250 days out of the year. And so wow. going from 250 days to zero was definitely not in the plans. So we kind of had to regroup and see, okay, well, what can we do in this off time, you know, that I have to just keep it alive sort of thing. And so we decided, well, no off time is pretty much it. You know, let's start writing. Let's start um, getting into the studio as much as we can. Let's start recording. A lot of live streams happened. A lot of, you know, virtual concerts, really upping the uh, social media and social media content that I was putting out. Just trying to do everything, you know, online to try and keep, you know, my foot in the door sort of thing. That yeah. way, whenever yeah. things did go back to normal, whenever things did want to kind of open back up, we can, you know, hit the ground running. We're not playing catch up or anything. Okay, now we can get into the studio. You know, I wanted to have songs ready to go that way. When things started going back to normal, we can just off to the races sort of thing. <laughs> you know, for us, it was almost like the opposite. Um, you know, we started the show January of 2020. Oh, wow. And so a couple months before the COVID. Right, two months. And I remember prior, yeah. our original plan was to do maybe 100 interviews our first year to kind of mm -hmm. um, build that foundation. And then right, when right. COVID happens, I saw, I was watching everything get shut down. And I told Sandy, I was like, you know, this might be our time to shut Right. Because people like you are going to need a place to talk. And I was like, right. we're going to give it to them. So instead of keeping it at a base of 100, let's just step it up and see what we can do. Sure. And we ended up interviewing over 300 people last year and, all, and over 400 now. Wow, that's awesome. That's awesome. Congrats. It's been a crazy adventure. So yeah. we kind of owe COVID for that side. We had to sure. find our own silver lining through it. Right, right. You have to. You really have to last year. It was a it was a little crazy, but congrats. That's awesome. So what are some hobbies you like to do outside of music? Huh. Well, unfortunately, music takes up about 95 percent of my time. <laughs> I mean, I'm just uh, I love photography. I love, you know, like the outdoors and stuff. I'm country girl at heart. So whether that's 
anything outdoors. We do a lot of fishing in my family. At least we try to. <laughs> but we do a lot of fishing, a lot of, you know, hiking, just walking. Um, I used to ride horses all the time back when I lived in Texas. So there was a lot of that going on. Um, I just moved to Tennessee. So I've yet to, you know, put down some roots. But yeah, just outdoor stuff. I love my Netflix. I love my movies. I love my TV shows, all that good stuff. You know, eventually we're planning on moving out to Nashville. Yeah. Okay, awesome, awesome. We love the area. Because it's funny, you know, our show's roots is country music, mm. but it's become now an entertainment interview show where we bring on all genres of music and actors and actresses and all that too. Oh, awesome, awesome. So that's great. Been, it's been a crazy year, that's for yeah, sure. Yeah, definitely, <laughs> definitely. So what would you say is something quirky about you? Quirky? Oh, where do I begin? <laughs> there are way too many quirky things that I have about me. I mean, I'm a, I'm, I would say that I'm, I'm a big nerd at heart. Like, mm -hmm. my favorite thing in the world is Harry Potter. Oh, wow. um, I read all the books when I was in sixth grade. Not sixth grade, sorry. I was, like, six or seven in first grade. There we go. Oh, wow. <laughs> first grade. Yeah, backwards. Um, yeah. I, Harry Potter world is probably my favorite place ever. I love Lord of the Rings. Um, I pretty much am trying to make my room uh, at my house into like a mini Hogwarts. And that's just kind of, that's my thing. Um, I love like DIYing stuff. I love, you know, mm -hmm. making something old that's kind of been forgotten and I like making it new again. That's some of my favorite things to do. I do that with, you know, various pieces of furniture and I either keep them or just, you know, sell them or give them away either or. Yeah, <laughs> just little stuff like that. Oh, now, as you know, a lot of people, they see the glory behind like a Blake oh, Shelton, yes. a Miranda, a Carrie, a Gabby, mm -hmm. but they don't see the grind, the sacrifice, the tears, the struggles that it takes, not just to get to their level, but even a career level within music. And I always want to talk about that because I believe that a lot of people kind of sugarcoat this side of gloss it, over gloss it. over it, and they don't realize when they step in that you, there's so much sacrifice, so much struggles that you're going to have to go through uh, if you're going to get any kind of um, traction. So let's go there a little bit. Tell us a little bit about that side. Yeah, sure. I mean, it is a full-time commitment. There is a, a lot of a lot of things that are just super different, I think, about this job because this job is just not music anymore. You know, being an artist is something that is like you wear – just so many different hats, um, especially if you're an independent artist and you're not signed to a major label or anything. Um, you know, I'm always finding myself doing graphic design stuff, you know, having to do, you know, my cover art or having to do my own posters, you know, having to do all my social media, uh, just uh, graphics and everything. And then, okay, so that's one job. Okay. We have a social media manager. You could, sure, you can hire one, but it's going to, you know, it's going to cost a little bit. So it's like, okay, now I got to figure out how to do social media now. You know, I got to figure out the hashtags. I got to figure out, you know, what to post, what people want me to post, you know, sort of thing, what I want to post. It's a whole, you know, that's a whole nother hat. And then, but all of these other things, you know, that take up a lot of time out of the day and are oftentimes full-time jobs for other people. It's like, we have to somehow incorporate that as artists, but still be artists, you know, still actually yeah. practice mm -hmm. the music, you know, practice your guitar, practice your piano you know, practice your vocals, whatever you're doing. And that's a full-time job in itself. So it's a, it's often a very tiring job, but it's, it's very rewarding, you know, when you finally get to put out music and stuff, but it's just, um, 
I would say that comes along with that is not a lot of uh, friends, I would say, you know, because you can't always go out and hang out with people. Yeah. You can't always. Um, and they don't understand that oh. a lot of times. Yeah. 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 It's, uh, it's difficult. Friends, relationships, whatever it may be. People, uh, are like, hey, do you want to go out and do this? And you're like, no, I'm sorry. I have to, you know, edit this picture for Instagram or I have to go, you know, do whatever it may be that's, you know, taking up my Friday night or my Saturday night because I feel like as musicians and artists, we, you know, people can say, oh, we have a nine to five, you know, five days out of the week we do this. I'm like, oh, that's awesome. We have a 24 <laughs> seven, you know, <laughs> like, yeah, I'll sleep when I'm dead, I guess. But I'm very lucky enough uh, to have such a supportive family in yeah. that aspect yeah. as well. While they have sacrificed so much for me, you know, um, my mom, my dad, and my little brother, he's uh, 12 years old. We're a decade apart. So we always yeah. lug him around to all of my concerts and stuff. But, you know, even he gets tired of it. He's like, ah, oh, since he has another concert, uh, I don't really want to go, but all right. You know, it's, so it's... um. It's a, uh, we have him homeschooled so that we can go on the road anytime necessary. Like it's just things like that, that are, you know, huge parts of your life. And it's, it's my life and it's my career, but also my family are so supportive of that, that they will do anything necessary to help me achieve, you know, my dreams and stuff. And so it's those sacrifices that uh, keep me going all the time. You know, I remember um, I'm friends with Gabby Barrett's dad named Blaze. And I remember he tells a story about the it was a family thing for Gabby. Basically, they all gave up 10 years of their life before she got signed family, yeah, to, the, the to the big to Warner. Mm -hmm. um, but it was everybody was all in. And I remember her sister on Facebook when Gabby got signed with um, Warner. All of a sudden, when you get signed, family no matter matters, not, not to a label. Right. So her sister's like, I don't know what to do with myself. Last 10 years, all I've known is the behind the scenes with Gabby. And now I have nothing. Right. And right. So, and th that really showed us like, wow, the sacrifice isn't just for the artist like yourself, but it's a family sacrifice yeah, when it's all family. in. Right. Right. Yeah. It, it really is, you know, and then um, I hope that that never changes for me. You know, I want them always to be, you know, with me wherever I am, like we're, on tour be like come on y'all get on the bus let's go <laughs> but, uh, bring the cats bring the you know bring our animals <laughs> let's do the whole thing so um yeah it really is a whole family unit thing it's not just one person and so yeah. that that mm -hmm. kind of goes back to you know the sacrifices and everything you know my dad's taking off work my mom's being away from the house my brother's you know she's homeschooling my brother my brother is being away you know from his friends at home so it's it's a lot yeah. yeah. So we talked about the sacrifice a little bit. Let's go the other way, the glory side. Let's um, flip the script a little bit and talk about that side. Um, what are a few moments where you're like, wow, I got to do that. And you yeah, can even start life. with your current single you're about to be releasing. Oh, yes. Tell us about that. Yeah. So uh, my current single that I'm about to be releasing is called Typical Texas Girl. I had the honor of writing that with uh, one of my friends named Jesse Isley, a guy mm -hmm. named Britton Cameron, who's written for people like John Party and Dylan Carmichael. Yeah. And yeah. the legendary country music icon, Pam Tellis. And we yeah. wrote that. And it was such a blast to be able to write with Jesse. and the wow moment. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Such a, such a cool moment, you know, writing with someone like Pam. Because, you know, she's country music royalty, really. Mm -hmm. Like, just yes, yes. crazy, crazy, right? And so it's um, I'm very fortunate to have been able 
to write with her or just even given the opportunity to write with her and, you know, glad that everything worked out that we got a song out of it. And uh, I'm very excited for everyone to hear that. That's a, definitely one of my favorites. So tell us a little bit about the voice. The voice. Okay. So I actually had the opportunity to sing backup for Demi Lovato um, oh, wow. about a year and a half ago. And I got to sing a bunch of different places, a bunch of different stages, but most notably the American Music Awards and mm -hmm. The Voice. And that was such a fun experience because Demi is such a wonderful and just beautiful singer. Um, I've always, you know, looked up to her as a kid because I'm watching Disney Channel. I'm seeing her on my screen. You know, she's she's singing, doing her thing. And I'm like, wow, that's so awesome. And so to have like a nice full circle moment um, to be able to sing for her you know, a part of her show and being on these huge stages was such a just crazy, crazy thing to happen. So I'm very blessed yeah. to be able to do that. That is really awesome. So as, you, so as you know, a lot of people, they see you as the artist. They don't see the teams behind you. Right. And in our opinion, teams never get the love they deserve. And I don't think we have a team of one or a team of 300 like Justin Bieber has. <laughs> the, team yeah. matters. the team matters. Right. Right. But take a few moments just to tell us about the team that helps you be who you are. Yeah, sure. I mean, I have a large team, I would say. Um, I know I'm going to give a shout out to my mom and my dad, of course, because <laughs> they are probably, you know, the number one supporters of everything that I do. Uh, my dad being the number one, he works tirelessly for me day in and day out, just getting me anything that can just pop up, you know, anything and everything he will try to throw me in for. And, um, I would say he, he's my number one supporter. I work with a great, great company called PCG, um, out here in Nashville. Oh, wow. They do some awesome, awesome work, you know, getting me some great shows, you know, getting me some traction online with my music videos and helping me promote that, helping mm -hmm. me promote any new songs that I have coming out. You know, anything and everything, they do it. They're also actually one of the reasons why I got to work with Pam Tillis. They work really oh, close wow. with her as well. Yeah. They have some great songwriters on their team. And it's a really, really fortunate to be able to be with them. Um, Paula Ann uh, with Ablaze. Yeah, she's awesome. <laughs> oh, yes. We love her. Yeah, yeah. She, um, she's getting me a whole bunch of gigs that I'm super excited for, getting me on awesome, awesome, awesome opportunities like I am right now talking to y'all yeah so I have, to have you here <laughs> thank you so much yeah i mean i just i have a great little team around me that just work day in and day out just to get me anything and everything that they possibly can to you know help me out so it's i'm very very fortunate to be able to work with the people that i do now you probably have a thousand situations like this but tell us a parent story that kind of stands out where they went above and beyond for you. And you're like, wow, they get that. This is my passion. Ooh, that's a good question. Um, I will say I've never been asked this question before. Mm -hmm. That is a very good question. It's hard for me to answer that because I feel like every single day they do something that is just like, you know, above and beyond uh, just anything that they could possibly do. Um, but I mean, I do go back to the time of when I first realized that I wanted to do music. Um, my parents are very, 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 they, they influenced my music and my taste and, you know, what I like from such a young age. You know, I was like maybe 11 years old and we were already going to concerts. Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> it was such a blast, such a blast. But 
they took me and just kind of helped me foster my love and appreciation for music. And I specifically remember this time that we were at a Evanescent show and the lead singer of that band is her name is Amy Lee. She has an incredible voice, just mind blowing. And I was with the, I was with my mom at that. And I told her, I was like, I want to be her. I want to be Amy. I want to do that. I want to be up on stage doing what she's doing. And my mom took me really seriously in that. And she's like, okay, well, let's do it. Let's do it. And so they enrolled me into guitar lessons and vocal lessons and pretty much the rest was history. And they have taken me seriously ever since then. So. I know you knew then you wanted to do it, but when did it click for you mm-hmm. that this could be a career move mm-hmm. for you? It clicked when I was after that, after that whole concert experience where I was like, Ooh, I need to try this. It really, really clicked for me when I enrolled into a little school of music called Rockstar Academy in San Antonio, Texas. Um, the it's run by some really, really amazing people. Grammy award winning Michael Morales. If you've ever heard some of his songs on the radio, I'm sure you have, but he, um, has this little school of music and he, has kind of different kids, you know, all different age yeah. ranges, and yeah. we just kind of get together and play music, and we put on shows, do some concerts here and there, and I think that's when it really clicked for me that, wow, this is something that I could really see myself doing, you know, for the oh, rest yeah. of my life, and I just kind of fell in love with it then and there, and I was like, yep, this is this is it. <laughs> so, <laughs> you know, speaking of um, teams and family and all that, we have a third co-host, our nine-year-old. That we have to come on ask yes. a couple questions. And Sandy's gonna go get him. I'll get it. And um, we also have a two-year-old that when she gets older, she'll be plugged into the show too. Because <laughs> again, we're a family affair show. Sure. <laughs> That's awesome. Awesome. I love that so much. So what's been uh while we're waiting for him to come in, what's been a, a fan moment for you where a fan went above and beyond? Um, one of the coolest things I think has happened to me is that I was in Atlanta. I was uh, going to the uh, Ryan Seacrest studios and going to some of the hospitals and seeing singing for some of the kids and meeting some of the kids that were there. And it's such a funny little thing that my dad and a group of people that supported me organized is that he was going to take me to the mall, you know, mm. just to buy me something. I was like, okay, sure, let's go. But little did I know is that he had organized this group to come and surprise me and be like, you know, just say hi and everything. And so it was such a fun moment, not only for, you know, them, but also for myself, because I was like, wow, oh my gosh, I can finally put, you know, faces to screen names and I can be like, oh, I recognize you from the internet and stuff. Like, thank you so much for supporting me. And it was a really cool, you know, we spent a couple hours with them just chatting and talking and just, doing our thing. It was one of the coolest things just for someone to take the time out of their day to go and meet me. So wow. cool. Such a fun surprise. Hi. Hi, Sabina. So what's your favorite food? My favorite food is pasta, fettuccine Alfredo. Mm-hmm. I eat it pretty much every day. <laughs> what's yours? Uh, mine is pizza. Oh, I like pizza too. He could have got it. If we gave it to him <laughs> for every meal, he would take it. That's yeah. my brother. That is my brother. I got the pasta. My brother got the pizza. <laughs> they go together, though. They do. Italian food. <laughs> so what's your favorite TV show? My favorite TV show. 
That is such a good question. My favorite TV show of all time is actually one called The Vampire Diaries. Um, that's a great show. But I've honestly seen so many different TV shows. I'm very easily entertained. I could probably pick like 20 of them. I'm like, oh, that's my favorite too. I love it. What's, What's yours? Those? Mine is SpongeBob. Oh, that's my brother's favorite. <laughs> wow. You and my brother would be friends. And how old's your brother? He's 12. Yes. And what's been cool about this is we um, he has a lot of um, Nickelodeon and Disney shows that he watches. And we've been able to bring on quite a bit of people from those shows for him to talk to. In fact, Tuesday, we've got one of the girls from Bumped. Oh, that's awesome. The girl that plays Destiny on there. She's coming on the show. So that's pretty cool. Awesome. That's great. Okay, so what's your favorite movie? My favorite movie is anything Harry Potter or Lord of the Rings. Oh, wow. And what's yours? Mine is the Minions movie. Ooh, the Minions. My brother loves that movie, too. <laughs> oh. He loves all the Despicable Me's and all he that. Does. Oh, yeah, that's awesome. And little Caitlin, our two-year-old, she loves those little Minions. For walking in a mall and the Minion stores, if there's something that has the Minions in it, she has to go in it. Oh, yeah, definitely. <laughs> Bye, thanks. Bye. It was nice meeting you. <laughs> he thought that was pretty cool. <laughs> That's awesome. <clears throat> so, you know, wh wh who is an artist that you would love to co-write with? You, maybe your idea one, whether whether they're dead or alive, don't matter. But who would mm -hmm. that? Uh, I'll give you two answers, an artist that I would like to co-write with and an artist that I would like to do like a duet with. So oh, yes. the, number, the duet one is George Strait. Um, Ooh, yeah. down. He's my favorite artist of all time. Uh, being from Texas, I lived like a couple streets down from him. And so, oh, wow. I just, you know, it's a uh, he's my favorite, to say the least. <laughs> but someone that I would love to write with. Um, that's also... I think I have two answers to that. Dean Dillon, which wrote a lot of George Strait songs. Oh, wow. um, and then I would love to write with Miranda Lambert. She's one of my biggest influences as far as female country music goes. She is just awesome. I'm lucky enough to actually be a brand ambassador for her clothing company, Idlewind. Oh, wow. um, and so that was like a dream come true because she's one of my favorite artists. So in our last visit to Nashville recently for Fourth of July week, we were able to go into her. Oh yes, and her bar. Rosa. Yeah. Yes, yes. yes. Somehow oh. she's got it set up because you know yes. you walk in. Even though most bars in the daytime let you bring kids in because they serve food and stuff, hers is really inviting for the family. It is. Right. It Out is. All the ones on Broadway that we done. It is. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I went there for the first time two nights ago. And oh, wow. I was like, oh, this is awesome. Yeah, it's it's really, really cool place. It is. <laughs> so you probably have a thousand answers for this. Just <laughs> At least. The one that just pops out. But um, what's a song you've heard? And it could be recent, could be in a, a while. But what's a song you've heard you wish you wrote? <laughs> I love that question. A song cool. that I've heard that I wish I wrote. Um it's going to be Cody Johnson. Oh, wow. He's awesome. Oh, he, he is awesome. great. And, oh, it's it's the one that he just released. I, I'm drawing a blank now. Um, <laughs> Cody Johnson. I got to sing it. It's one of the ones that he just released. It's, I mean, honestly, all of the stuff that he just released is amazing. Yeah. You could really yeah. pick any of those. 
<laughs> I can't really pick any of them. Um, I think it's called If You Can't. Oh, no, 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 no. If You Something. It's If You Something. I know every single word, but at this current moment in time, my mind is blanking. But if you choose any of the four like songs that Cody Johnson just released, I'd pick any of them. You're good to go, right? Yeah, I'm that, good to go. I have no complaints there. They're so good. Yeah, as they say, you know, Texas country is keeping it country, right? Oh, it is. Definitely. Definitely. <laughs> So in 2015, we interviewed Kelsey Ballerini before she was Kelsey. Yes. And um, one of the questions I asked her was where she wanted to be in five years. And I always like to tell this story before I ask the guests that same question, because the answer she gave us five, six years ago was it is it almost at a T of what she's living today. I mean, she knew where she was going and you weren't stopping her. <laughs> she, um, had she, she had it planned out. So knowing that, where do you want to be in five years? Well, I mean, shoot, I want to be where Kelsey's at. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be a good place to be. If we're being honest, I want to be where Kelsey's at. Because uh, eventually I'd like to use another name, you know, right? Yeah. Yeah. Cool. I mean, I have a lot of goals for myself. You know, um, I obviously want to start putting out actual albums, you know, uh, eight to 12 song material mm. um, instead of, I love my singles, don't get me wrong, but, you know, just like a full body of work. I want to put out, yeah. you know at least a couple, at least a couple. Um, I want to, I would love to tour with people that I absolutely love. You know, someone like Miranda Lambert would be a dream of mine touring with Miranda touring with, I love Carly Pierce. She's oh, one of my yeah, favorite, awesome. favorite female country yeah. artists, but I also maybe want to, you know, spice things up a little bit and do, I'm really heading into this more, country rock-ish yeah. sound yeah. and so i really want to do something with other people who do a lot of this country rock a lot of people eric church is a good one. <laughs> yeah that's a great one mm -hmm. eric church um there's a lot of artists in texas actually that are kind of going oh, on that edgier side of country oh, one of my wow. favorites yeah. is uh i don't know if you've heard of him his name is co wetzel um I'm not sure. I'm not sure. He's, look him up. he's pretty edgy. He's probably not for anyone under the age of 21. But, <laughs> <laughs> but you know, I want to, I definitely want to do some of him. He's one of my favorites. Uh, I want to do things, you know, I want to play at the Ryman. I want to play at the Opry, of course. These things that I've dreamed of since I was little. I want to go to, you know, the CMA Awards. I want to be nominated for a CMA. All of those kind of bucket list checkmark things. Um, I have. If I showed you my list of things that I want to do, we'd be here until t next Tuesday. <laughs> my, my buddy Joe is saying that we're on the weekend nice because usually we Monday through Friday usually shows. Usually every now but, and then. But since we've weekend. gotten back from Nashville Fourth of July week, it's like it's been slow for booking yeah, shows, and we're just trying to get, to get back into that. doing the shows again. So we were willing to do it on weekend, and but after this, I think. For the next two weeks, yeah, we're fully booked. Already. Oh, wow. That's awesome. <laughs> so because, you know, when you've been on, on vacation for a, a week, it's like tough. It's hard to get back <laughs> in the routine, the right. routine. <laughs> doing things. So how's that been for you, Ben, that, that um, you, you know, even though you didn't take a vacation because of 2020, but now you're starting to get back to where shows are opening up. You're starting to do more. How is that being going from, okay, you perform – everything through the internet now you finally get to go how's that been right i mean i have honestly been waiting for so long touring <laughs> is my bread and butter it is what i absolutely love to do like don't get me wrong i love being in the studio i love creating material and stuff but going out on the road with those songs is just my absolute 
favorite thing. If I could be on tour every single day, I totally would. Um, that's just, I don't know. I just love it so much. And so finally getting to be, you know, playing shows again, things are starting to open up a little bit more. I'm so, so happy about it. Cause I just want to get back on the road. You know, like I was supposed yeah. to be on the road 250 yeah. days out of the year, uh, for 2020. And I'm just trying to make up for some lost time. <laughs> so you're going to do more. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We going for like, more this time. <laughs> like this whole summer, you know, we put little Chris in all these different um, day camps, Bible yeah, camps. Yeah, vacation Bible school. Trying to make program. up for last year. We've been in Nashville tw um, twice now. We're going back next month for yeah, my 50th a birthday. Third time, so we're just, we're like, okay, we're making up for everything. Summer of fun. <laughs> right. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> uh, so you said, he said you're preaching to the choir. <laughs> oh yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so um your turn. Uh yeah. So how would you describe your music to someone who hasn't heard it yet? Sure. So I would describe my music as it is currently. I'd say kind of a blend of country pop. I'd say Texas meets Nashville. Um, oh, wow. Those are two nice. very distinctive sounds. <laughs> yeah. Kind of a blend in the middle. Yeah, yeah a blend in the middle. middle. Um, but I'd say that the way that I'm going with this next single and other music down the road is definitely more country rock, a lot of country with an edge, you know, very, very organic sounds, heavy on the guitar. And I'm very excited for it because that is kind of my two main genres that I've always loved above all else is country and rock. And so I'm like, okay, let's somehow mesh these two, but keep it current. And so we're trying to find that happy medium. And I think that we've definitely found it with uh, this next record and the records that are coming out after that. Awesome. And what would you like for your legacy to be as an artist? What would you like to be known and remembered for? I would say authenticity. <laughs> that would probably be my number one, just she was always authentically herself. It's like, I'm not a perfect human. Ain't no one is. But, you know, at least she stuck true to who she was. <laughs> that's oh, that's, good that's what I hope my legacy is. Yes. And if you could relay any message to your fans, what would you want to tell them? Yeah. Um, just thank you so much for supporting me. I've done so much different types of music from, you know, R&B to pop, just because I love music. I am just a music lover. I've done everything imaginable as far as music goes. And thank you so much for sticking along while I find myself, because I think it's, um, I think it's an interesting growth that I've had. You know, I started doing music professionally when I was 12 years old and I'm oh, 22 yeah. years old now, but in that time, you know, I'm growing up and I'm, yeah. you know, my interests are changing and what I like is changing. And that's why I'm like, Oh, I've done like six different genres of music. <laughs> yeah. I've stamped my name yeah. on six different types of, you know, materials. Just anything from rock to alternative to R&B yeah. to even dabbled in some like show tunes, Broadway stuff. Like, oh, wow. and I just, I just love music is what it is. But I think it's, it's cool to watch the progression of me finding out, you know, who I am and who I want to be and what I want to say and you know, what I want to sing about and what that even sounds like. And yeah. so I just want to thank anyone who has stuck by me for that long. And there are so many people that really have just while I was kind of finding myself and my sound and, you know, what do I actually want to say? Yeah. You know, what, yeah. what right. speaks to me, what speaks to my soul. And I hope that everything that I put out, you know, speaks to them as well. You know, they can relate to at least, you know, if I put out an album, 
they can relate to at least one song, then I must be doing something right. So, mm -hmm. uh, yeah, just thank you so much for all the support. It really is invaluable to me. I think that's one of the main reasons, you know, if there's ever a rough day, because there are some rough days in the music world. <laughs> yep. <laughs> but yeah. it's one of those things that just, like, keeps you going, you know. You know, speaking of changing and growing, let's look 15, 20 years down the road and let's say that you're a success on a grand scale. Whatever that looks like for you, you're there. If the person you are today right now could meet her, your future successful self, what would you want to remind her? That hard work does pay off. That, you know, relax. Don't stress yourself out. You know, I deal with a lot of like mental health issues as far as like anxiety and stuff. Just, you know, take a chill pill, simmer down. You got this, you know, mm -hmm. um, that, like I said, hard work really does pay off. I, I would hope that my future self would tell me that and be like, I'm right here showing you, you know, everything that uh, you worked for. And hopefully I can attain those goals. You know, hopefully I can get to that point of what I've set out to do. But, um, I think even if not, then knowing that I gave it my best shot. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I love that. Um, as we start to come to a close, um, let's say that you had a friend of yours and you heard him or her sing and they've got something special. Yes. As Simon Cowell would say, they have that it factor. <laughs> they got uh, it. Let's say they've played maybe 40 or 50 shows and so they're still getting their feet wet on a performance mm -hmm. side. Mm -hmm. So this would be pre-COVID advice. So keep that in mind. Sure. But they gotten on stage. I got what every artist says. They got that stage bug where they look over the crowd and the crowd's roaring for them. And they just know they're in the right place. They come to you and they say, I know this is what I'm supposed to do with the rest of my life. What advice would you give that specific person to kind of help guide them the next few years? Yeah, I mean, I've actually given a lot of advice um, on that subject and to people who have been wanting to get into the industry. Um, I am no expert by any means. <laughs> By any means. Um, but I have been around the block for a little bit. I've been doing this for 10 years. So uh, I've seen the good and the bad. <laughs> the and good, the bad, ugly. and the ugly. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I think that write as much as possible. Write as much as you can. Um, I'd say play as many shows as possible. You know, go to the free karaoke that they have, you know, at the local cantina, at your local Mexican <laughs> restaurant. Just go out there, sing, you know, Carrie Underwood before he cheats. I know it's been saying a million and a half times, but you know, do it, you know, go put yourself out there because you never really know who's listening. You never really know who's in the crowd. Um, I actually, to the tone of that story, I have a story of my own, you know, like I went to the local bar with, uh, my dad and there was just karaoke there and I said okay i sing a song you know i i sing <laughs> let's, yeah. let's sing a song it's fun and uh yeah. there's actually a booking agent in the crowd that day oh, and wow. he really really uh liked what he heard and he booked me for a couple shows and you know he's gonna be booking me for more work, you know, right? sort of thing. Oh, wow. but it's like you never really know what could happen you know you never really know who could be in the audience you never really know who you can meet like always 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 uh network as much as possible yep. mm -hmm. you know say hey i do music you do music let's do something together you know sort of thing collaborate you know, with other people one of my favorite stories that reminds me of what you just said one of my favorite stories is a guy singing on stage i don't know which bar it is uh, but one of the songwriting things in nashville this was years ago 
And after he was done with this one song, this guy walks up unknown and tells him, you know, I'm in Nashville to be signed. You probably know the story. I'm in Nashville to be signed. Mm -hmm. And I, you know, when I get signed, I'm, I want to cut that song. Well, the song was the dance and it was Garth Brooks. Right. That's I mean, can you imagine that? That's yeah, that's just insane. But it's, you know, it's, it's stuff like that. It's like, keep writing and keep playing and, you know, keep getting out there, keep getting your face out there um, as much as you can just make people remember you. And mm-hmm. I think that is probably the number one advice that I could give to anyone. Just work, 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 work. And one of my favorite quotes is, um, let's see, how does it go? It's um, hard work beats talent when talent doesn't work hard. Yeah, exactly. um, And so and the harder like, you work, the luckier you get. Right. Mm-hmm. Exactly. It's like, I've, been so lucky in all the things that I've gotten. And I'd say that 95% of it is luck, but it's the 5%. But it wouldn't have happened if you didn't work. You're terrible. Right. Exactly. <laughs> right. It's the 5% of work that put me there in that position mm-hmm. to have that luck, you know, sort of exactly. thing. Yeah. And so I would just say that that's probably my number one advice to give to anyone else. I love that. So as we close, and my friend Joe asked, do you have a YouTube channel? So now it's time to tell everybody the different social medias that they can reach you on. Sure. So all across the board, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, all of those social media is at the Savannah Ray, just the Savannah Ray. And then if you look me up on YouTube or anything else, Savannah Ray, just it's all Savannah Ray, R-A-E. Love that. And, you know, we really enjoyed having you on the show today, and we look forward to having you back down the road for more updates. We do. Yes, thank you guys so much for having me. Thank you, thank you, thank you. It was our pleasure. Yes, you have a great so day. Thanks so much for your time. All right, thank you. Y'all have a nice day now. You too. Bye.